So we believe that it's really, really critical to get prebiotic fiber into the body and enough of it so that your good guys are basically going to have a fighting chance. Because if they've got a fighting chance, then they can kind of stave off and uh, proliferate more than the bad gut bacteria, which oftentimes the current standard American diet will um, disproportionately help the bad guys, which then creates a bunch of, you know, poor chain reactions in the body. So we really believe that having enough prebiotic fiber in your body and making that simple, accessible and tasty in the form of bread and chips gives people like a game changer, you know, um, leg up in this, in this fight to, you know, fuel their body properly. You are listening to the Dr. Haley show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Haley Show. Today, I'll be meeting with William and Kristen Schumacher from Uprising Food. I recently discovered them and their product while watching Shark Tank. They presented their very unique gut-healthy bread to the sharks. They did not get a deal, but they did get exposure. The word is out. The people saw what the sharks did not. I've been eating their bread since, and I am definitely a happy customer. William and Kristen Schumacher, thank you for being on my show. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. You know, I want to clear one thing up right from the beginning. You're probably used to this. I am going to sound like one of your greatest fans. But so far, (laughs) appreciate that. (laughs) So far, we have only communicated uh, very briefly via email to set up this call. Yes. And uh, so, you know, I'm not paid by you guys to talk like this. I'm a big fan of your product. And it's funny because I saw you on Shark Tank, as I'm sure a lot of people have. And my curiosity immediately went up. I went online. I ordered some of your products. And I experienced, can I say this this early? The amazing (laughs) poop. We're going to talk about the amazing (laughs) poop on this show. That might even be the title of, of our show, The Amazing Poop. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we might be it. one of the uh, few food makers in the world who are excited to talk about amazing poop. So <laughs> that's fair game. <laughs> All right. And then that was probably a month ago and I'm uh, maybe a little longer and I'm, I'm already, you know, definitely one of your customers and I have it on an auto ship. I have a large Aww. family. So we're getting uh, delivered to eight loaves every two weeks and Insane. it just disappears. Absolutely disappears. <laughs> so today we're talking about bread, but not really. I don't think this is bread. I think it looks like bread. Yes. It eats like bread. Uh, You're on to us. Yeah. So before we get into that too much, tell me a, a little bit about, about you, uh, William and Kristen. How did you get into this whole uh, bread replacement and uprising food? Yeah. So the the story with Uprising begins with this big idea that we believe the food system is fundamentally broken, right? And so for us, we often say that 
the why was what we started with before the what. And what we care the most about is finding a way to help people get healthy at scale. Because right now we are absolutely sick at scale as a society. We're spending over $3 trillion a year on medical care, um, and a lot of which is directed towards diseases of lifestyle. Now, when we took a step back and said, hey, we see all these people that are sick around us, we, we want to help. Why are they sick? What is missing in this equation? There's a lot, there's a lot of great information out there. Now, obviously, there's information that you, know, you got to sift through, but it's not just information. And a lot of new information has come out. So as we kept digging in, we're like, why, 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 why? Well, we said, you don't have to go further than the inner aisles of the grocery store. Because the inner aisles where all the major staple foods are that people come together around, that they build their lunches around, that they feed their family with, those foods are built on ingredient profiles and built on formulas and recipes that are totally outdated. They're highly industrialized, highly scaled, highly preserved. And a lot of them were, you know, had totally good intentions back in the 1950s and 60s when we just needed to feed people at scale. And we didn't realize, whoa, what was going to be the impact of all these ingredients that we came up with for breads and chips and pastas, et cetera. And what was going to be the impact of driving down the cost of those particular crops in the way that we did it. And so long story short, here at Uprising, we said we want to make a difference. For people. And we want to tackle this big, hairy problem of the major staple foods that need to be upgraded to a level where people are going to get their health back. They're going to have power over their health and they're also going to love it. Yeah. Well, um, I can absolutely appreciate that. I definitely love the product. One of the things you said in talking about what's in the inner aisles. You mentioned highly preserved, and I don't think people realize that, you know, preservatives are forms of antibiotics. They are against life. You know, people say oh, the purpose is to make the food last longer. The purpose is to kill. It is there to kill microbes, prevent them from living in the food so the food seemingly lasts longer. And, you know, when you eat it, does it notice stop? killing because you're going to put it in this very delicate microbiome. So yes, how many preservatives are in your bread? Absolutely None. zero. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like you say, that's what you find in the uh, center aisles of the grocery store. I don't think we would have found Jesus shopping in the center aisles of the grocery store. <laughs> you know, if you go back a couple thousand years, these chemicals, the artificial colors, flavors, um, preservatives, and, you know, these things didn't exist. Um, the 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 uh, things that they the pesticides the herbicides and fungicides used to, it wasn't in the food people ate real food you know I like what um, Jordan Rubin I don't know if you heard of him he wrote a book called the uh, the Maker's Diet and he liked to look at food from three perspectives and I see that you are seemingly on the same path he would see what the scriptures have to say about it, but he would also see what science has to say about it. And then look at traditionally, what did people eat? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, um, sometimes we say that we are like Ezekiel bread 2.0. <laughs> 
Um, because, you know, if Ezekiel bread was the Old Testament, we would be the New Testament. Because, you know, we brought together uh, science that has stood the test of time. And, you know, and we are working at the fundamentals of gut health. So prebiotic fiber. Well, which fiber? Not all fibers are created equal. We pick psyllium husk for a reason. We do things in our process of baking to bring out the properties of psyllium husk that actually do something in your body when they interact with your gut microbiota. And then we added on things that, okay, in the last, let's say, few decades have really come to light, even though it's kind of rediscovering the old ways, um, which is, hey, we wanted to bring nuts, seeds, fiber. We want to bring a low carb profile that's not going to spike up your blood sugar. We wanted to bring an adequate amount of protein, but not over protein, uh, what you're putting in your body and really bring a harmonious balance together such that your body can work with what's going into it, not against it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And, and let's talk more about the ingredients because you mentioned seeds. What kind of seeds do we have in the bread? Yeah, so we do um, flaxseed is the seed that we have. So our bread is made of eight ingredients. We have almond flour, golden flax, psyllium husk, apple cider vinegar, water, salt, baking powder. That's it. Well, now I don't need you anymore. I could just go make my own, right? <laughs> um, be very hard. Yes, that would be extremely hard because what a lot of people don't realize until they've tried to start to bake with these types of ingredients, just how hard it is to bake with those ingredients in a way that it tastes good yeah. and you get a final product that actually does the jobs that you want your food to do. And one of the things that sets our product apart is actually the function of the product, the strength and the toastability of a slice of bread or the strength and the scoopability of our bread chips. Those things are very critical if you want to hold a sandwich together, if you want to scoop guacamole or hummus, and you don't want to you know, end up with a bunch of like quasi bread-like pieces in your hand. Well, in order to do that, you're, you're trying to get these natural ingredients to be strong like gluten is. Gluten is a very, very strong protein when it binds. And when you remove that from the equation, now you're trying to get your bread to you know, develop a crumb, a, a, a strength that it can hold things. And that's extremely hard to do. Mm -hmm. And it took um, uh, us months and months and months to figure out how to do Uprising's products the way that we do them. And our co-founders who are not on this call today are the baking side of the equation. These people are professional bread makers in Cincinnati, Ohio, where you're based. They do artisan, like work of art, gluten-based breads. So it took them months and months and months to figure out how are we going to get something that is going to please the palate and do all the jobs that we would expect, you know, normal gluten bread to do, but with these types of ingredients. So yeah. long story short, extremely hard to do, even though it's a very short list of ingredients. And I agree with you. I've probably made, you know, um, over a thousand loves of bread and, you know, uh, up to date. Um, I stopped making it some time ago. 
but you know, we'd grind our own grains at the time that we were using. And initially we would add gluten in it uh, before we, you know, knew how challenging it might be to people's health. And as we started taking that out, the bread would fall apart. You know, it was very difficult to have a good, you know, I mean, that when they throw the pizza dough up in the air and it, you know, goes like this and then comes back together, yes. that's gluten. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bingo. Uh, but with your bread this morning, you know, it's funny, uh, you mentioned guacamole. I had guacamole toast. And for me, you know, when I slice your loaf, I'm getting about 12 slices per loaf. Um, so it's very, very thin, but very, very durable, you know, uh, and yet has the nice spongy texture that you like out of bread, unless you toast it, then it's a little crispy. Um, so it's it's amazing. And when I had used too many flax seeds, you know, I might have a, a problem getting it to bake in the center of the loaf. You have a very consistent throughout. So let's talk more about the ingredients. The, the flaxseed, obviously uh, nice healthy oils, high omega-3 fatty acids, essential fatty acids, great for you know brain support, cardiovascular support and things like that. And also more fiber in addition to the psyllium husk coming yes. from the flaxseed. That is so prebiotic, you use the prebiotic word, what is a prebiotic? So um, prebiotic is essentially a, um, it's something that is going to go in the body and then the good gut bugs are going to be able to actually proliferate off of it. So they're going to be able to use it to create life for them. And so, you know, not, you could have fiber that is just passes through Okay, and just is moving things through your body is not digestible. Prebiotics are uh, prebiotic fiber is digestible by the gut bacteria. And that is critical because though those gut bacteria then produce short chain fatty acids and all sorts of then a chain reaction of events that happen in the body. So we believe that it's really, really critical to get prebiotic fiber into the body and enough of it so that your good guys are basically going to have a fighting chance because if they've got a fighting chance, then they can kind of stave off and uh, proliferate more than the bad gut bacteria, which oftentimes the current standard American diet will um, disproportionately help the bad guys, which then creates a bunch of, you know, poor chain reactions in the body. So we really believe that having enough prebiotic fiber in your body and making that simple, accessible and tasty in the form of bread and chips gives people like a game changer, you know, um, leg up in this, in this fight to, you know, fuel their body properly. I completely agree. You know, a lot of people don't realize that when we eat, we are really feeding them. They are the ones that consume. And in this case, when they're eating the fiber, it's food for them. And, and they're excreting this you know, slimy sludge from the food that we eat and prepare for them. And from that, you know, the roots of our intestines sink into that slime that they create. And that's where our body soaks up the nutrients, like a tree soaking up nutrients from the soil. Our intestines are so soaking up the nutrients from their byproducts. So when we think about that, we're actually eating to feed them. We're chewing our food to prepare it for them. And then they do the digesting. We chew it up, we mesh it up, and, and, and we get it ready for them. 
they actually digest our food for us. Yes. <laughs> we are, I've heard it said that we're 80% microbiome, 20% human cells. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> we're a shell exactly. for them. It's all about them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is a very different way of thinking about what your food is doing and really understanding what's going on in your body. And one of the downsides to, you know, this science that that people are now becoming aware of is it's harder for people to see the science happening, right? It's almost invisible because it's inside your body, but that's where it's really going down. It's very easy to see yourself lose weight, right? You can step on the scale, you can see the numbers come down, but there's a lot of ways to lose weight that don't equal I have good long-term health, right? But it's just so easy to measure and you know a lot of us are just so trained to measure everything and like if I don't see a number moving then it's not working, etc. And what what is critical that we think is we got to illuminate what's really going on inside people's bodies. Because like you said, there is living organisms and a whole lot of them inside of you. And you're actually trying to feed them. You're trying to digest your food, take in food, digest that food and feed them in such a way that they start to work with your body better. That is a whole different way of eating versus like, okay, how do I lose weight today? Oh, I mean this and it's doing this. No, no, no. There's this whole crew of, you know, gut microbiota in there that are like, wait, we got something to say about this. (laughs) And it's going to affect, you know, your, your energy levels, your digestion, your thought processes. People don't realize that even addictions can be under the influence of the microbiome, you know, as we change our perspective and we start feeding them, nurturing them, avoiding the chemicals that are going to kill them off, such as the preservatives, the chlorinated water, and all of the, you know, chemicals that are put into the food. We start eating real food, nurturing them, things change. And you can, you know, sometimes see it in your skin as your gut is getting healthier. Some people have great skin and and you can, but the insides are raw and inflamed. Yes. There's so many gut disease names from acid reflux and GERD and dysbiosis and gastritis, Crohn's, celiac, irritable bowel, inflammatory bowel, you know, and and so many skin conditions. And if we just nurtured the gut flora with real food and, and fiber, which not only feeds, but cleanses and gets things moving, which we're going to talk more about. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. As a thank you for listening and subscribing to the Dr. Haley show, you can use the coupon code happy. That's H-A-P-P-Y. Now through December 31st of 2021 for 7% off all products manufactured by Haley Nutrition at HaleyNutrition.com. That's the aloe vera, iogreens, protein, and the skincare. Go there now. Don't forget to use the coupon code HAPPY. Let's talk a little bit more about some of the other ingredients, though. 
Um, I think one one of them was apple cider vinegar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. why that? So um, one apple cider vinegar has ton of health benefits. Um, you know, a lot of people are aware of how good apple cider vinegar is. However, um, for us, it's also very critical for creating the taste of the product. Um, and for us, we want a mild, nutty sourdough taste. And that's really critical. And we always, we, we talk about taste so much because it is so important at the end of the day to get people in a position where they can actually have a health transformation, because if it doesn't taste good, nobody's sticking to it. That's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. And so we see our role as taking the science of what's going to make you healthy and making it taste fantastic. And so a lot of things like, you know, we're thinking, okay, how do we get this so that people actually want it so they can get their health? And so apple cider vinegar helps us achieve that, that mild nutty sourdough flavor. And it, it obviously has tons of health benefits. Um, and we and our fundamental premise behind our ingredients is we want to give you the best of the best. And so when we're out there looking for different vinegars we can use, different almonds we can use, different fibers we can use, we're going to pick what is the best. And then we're going to start there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and why almond flour? So almond flour is, um, there's a lot of different nut flours that you can try. If you go down a gluten-free or low carb baking path, we again landed on almond flour as the, uh, nut that gave us the best taste profile. It is doesn't necessarily do anything magical from a health perspective. It's an important part of how we bring all the ingredients together. And over time, we'll probably have other types of nut flours in our products that are coming down the road. Um, but it's a great ingredient for, you know, healthy ingredient that, you know, nothing scary with it, but something that gives us a fantastic taste profile, um, helps bring out that nutty flavor, but not too much and that it doesn't, you know, turn you off. So it really helps us balance that product. Yeah, it is delicious. Um, definitely a good nutty, slightly, you know, sourdough type of taste. Um, absolutely love it. Was there anything on, you know, the, the Shark Tank, Tank episode uh, was definitely interesting. There were some parts, I'm watching it, never heard of you guys or anything like that. And they said things and I wanted to jump in and say, but, but, you know, if, if you only knew this, what do you think they left out of that episode that you wish was aired on TV or that you didn't have a chance to say? Great question. I'll yeah. let you take this one. <laughs> um, I mean, they definitely left a lot out. I think what people obviously don't see is we're in there for an hour pitching our products to them and then they cut it down to 10 minutes. So there was so much that just didn't air. Uh, I think in terms of our product, it really was the ingredients, all the key benefits, we didn't really get what well, we did. We tried to in the tank, talk about the science and the importance of like all of our ingredients, everything we're talking to you about now, none of that aired, which we totally understand. I mean, they wanted to come at us as just as investors for our profitability, but overall we didn't get to share that with America, unfortunately. And then the other thing that you guys didn't get to see either was we did bring one of our new products that's coming 
next year or the year to follow, which is going to be a bagel. So that was actually under the shark seats, which we were really excited to share because we wanted people to know that we are evolving as a brand. Obviously, we started with bread, which William already explained, and then we moved into chips um, because we wanted consumers to have that crunch. And then we just wanted people to know, hey, like we're innovating, we're expanding. This is why. So yes, we didn't get you didn't get to see that either. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we like Kristen said, you know, the, the messages that didn't get out there are exactly what we're talking about now. It's the deep dive on the health and what what these ingredients really do, and especially what does our workhorse ingredient, psyllium husk, do. Psyllium husk, people can go on PubMed right now and see that there is over a thousand published studies on psyllium husk. This thing has been studied over and over and over by researchers. And we know that psyllium husk affects appetite control, affects cholesterol positively, affects blood sugar stability, affects major health things that folks are dealing with. Now, we may not know all the mechanisms of action. It, you know, that might be coming out now with the latest and greatest microbiome research. You know, it's probably what's happening at the prebiotic interaction with, uh, you know, the gut microbiome level. However, we didn't really get to talk about that. And that is a very, very, very important ingredient in this product. And until we came along, Really, the only way to get psyllium husk was through powders. Yeah. You know, powder in water, mix it up, try to drink that down. That is not enjoyable. Okay. Furthermore, people don't realize just how much of psyllium husk or prebiotic fiber you really need to get to on a daily basis in order to start seeing the benefits. And one tablespoon in a, in a uh, glass of water is not going to do much. It'll do a little bit. <laughs> it's not going to do much. And so one of the things that makes us special is we bring extremely high amounts of psyllium husk and extremely high amounts of fiber into a just a slice or just a serving of chips. So with two to three slices or servings of chips with uprising, you're getting enough psyllium husk and prebiotic fiber to meet your minimums which 95% of people are not meeting their minimums in America. And of course, it's because it's not enjoyable. It's there's nobody's done it in a way that it's like, wow, I actually look forward to eating my fiber. I look forward to getting prebiotic fiber in my body. I look forward to psyllium husk. And so that message didn't make it through, unfortunately, which is okay, you know, because this is great to have conversations like this where we can explain and go deeper around what's really going on inside these products. Why are these ingredients there? The other message that I, I don't think got out there is what ingredients are not in there. Okay. Cause the first thing, the first thing that we think about when we're formulating the product, or if we were like to talk to somebody about the health and what's, what's coming in their body is like, well, let's first look at all the ingredients that are coming into your body. If you have that list, there's probably a big list of those that you want to remove because they do damage. And so first get out all the inflammatory ingredients, the preservatives, the calcium propionate, which is a very common preservative. 
um, that, that bakers use in order to extend shelf life. We want to get all that stuff out of there because it creates inflammation. It works against what the body is trying to do. And so what's not in your product is arguably as important as what is in your product. But there's no list on the back of your package that says, here's what's not in there. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's really important for folks to know, like, what ingredients are not in our product that are in other products out there? And then what do we put in, which creates all the benefits for folks? You recommend that it be kept in the freezer, sliced beforehand, and, and that makes sense to me, too. Once you take it out of the freezer, how long are you keeping it in the refrigerator for? So you can keep it in the refrigerator for one to four weeks three to seven days on the counter. Most people will go through a loaf a week um, if they're by them, you know, living by themselves or obviously if, you know, it's um, a family like yours, you can go through significantly more. And so you, you know, most people, they take two loaves, they put them in the refrigerator, they work through one. And then when they get to that second one, they take another out of the freezer and they put it in the fridge and they just go from there. Okay, I'm not going to freeze mine anymore. It's just going to stay in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. So I didn't, I haven't come to an end of the shelf life in the fridge yet. I haven't noticed any change in it. It just always seems fresh and good. Yeah, when it comes to uh, recipes, I'll tell you what I've tried so far. I've had toast. I like putting butter and or ghee on it. Um, I like dunking it in olive oil. My kids love French toast. Mm. Yep. What are some of your favorite ways to eat it? I love making a grilled cheese. That's my absolute favorite. I also love French toast. Um, I'm also pretty simple though, too. I like it just toasted with um, butter and some monk fruit on top. So those are some of my favorites, but we've tried so many different things like making oh, pizzas yes. out of it. Um, that's a good one too. But definitely for me, number one is grilled cheese. Yes. Yep. On the bread side of things, I absolutely love the monk fruit and cinnamon with Kerrygold grass-fed butter, nice toasted slice. For me, that takes me back to childhood where it's like, you know, you got the cinnamon sugar bear type of effect and, you know, putting that on the toast. And it's just, you know, it's a great combination of flavors. And our bread is such a great toasting bread. It, it has a nice crispy outer and then a soft chewy inner and so toast 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 is what we try to encourage people to do then the other thing on the chip side of the equation uh, a, a recipe that is, i would consider it more of a maybe less of a recipe and just more of a way of using the chips mm -hmm. especially for children or just like adults who want to eat like children on the go you can make little lunchables out of the chips because it's like a little miniature bread sandwich, yeah. A little like a little miniature sandwich. You can put a little cheese, little meat, uh, you know, put that all together, and then you, you've got a little sandwich on the go type thing. Yeah, for the chips, I personally uh, like hummus, and we make our own hummus. You know, you will sprout some chickpeas and and then uh, throw them in the Vitamix with the tamper and some garlic and some lemon juice, and you know, uh, we'll just throw in some sesame seeds, make our uh, own tahini, you know, in the blender yes. with it. And, and, and those things, and you can make it so thick in the Vitamix with the tamper and those, they, they don't break. You just scoop like yep. a. <laughs> Bingo. Scoop, <laughs> scoop strength is yes. very important. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want a 
flimsy tortilla chip that's going to break as soon as you try to go for all that nutrition in those dips. And so, you know, that was really important to us when we created the chip was like, how can we make this strong enough that people, yeah, durable people can really scoop with it. Yeah. So um, my experience with the bread. Oh, first, you know what? One thing that I heard on Shark Tank, where being a former bread maker that used a whole lot of flaxseed, they said, you know, they were talking about price point and, you know, it's such a small loaf. And my thought was it probably weighs, you know, three times as much of a regular slice, a slice by slice comparison you know, because it's a much more dense and that is definitely the case because, you know, I'm slicing it thin and you, you know, and you have a satisfaction that towers over plain bread. I don't consider it bread. I consider it a functional food. And uh, it's something there that, you know, I am consuming for one, because it's satisfying. It's not a lot of calorie. I'm not going to get the sugar spike. I like keeping you know, the sugar levels nice and even keel. And it really seems to help me with that. I already had good ball movements. We're going to talk about poop. A lot of my <laughs> podcasts, by the way, are about poop. You know, we've all Love about it. probiotics and, and, you know, coffee enemas or whatever, you know, there's a whole lot yep. of poop on my podcast. So we're going to talk <laughs> about it here. Don't worry. The listeners are already used to it. Okay. <laughs> I already, you know, um, have impressive ball function. You know, (laughs) things move regularly. People that go, I don't understand that people that have a bowel movement, you know, once a day or or not even once a day. Mm. I I don't understand that. Things should be moving regularly. I didn't think things could get better. And how much bread are you eating? How much of the uprising bread are you eating a day? I usually eat three to four servings. Okay. Okay. So I'm not necessarily going overboard because I can easily, you know, eat through even half a loaf in a day or even more. Oh yeah. It's that enjoyable. Boy, I feel funny talking about it, but I'll just say my early AM bowel movement, I experienced the amazing poop. All right. Or or is it a poo? Is it amazing poo? What's the proper terminology? We we call it the, we call it the perfect poo. Yeah. Perfect poo. Yes. But I was wrong. I didn't actually experience the perfect poo. Because a couple hours later, I trumped it. Ah. <laughs> and I said, okay, wait a second. What is going on here? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's it's one of those things, you know, you think things are as good as they can be until you experience better. And you say, oh, my goodness, uh, this is definitely a different experience. How'd you come up with the term perfect poo? <laughs> So we actually came up with that because of the reports that we kept getting back from early customers. The wink, wink, nod, nod, like after three days, you won't believe what happened. And we just, you know, we also, of course, you know, tested all of this on ourselves and out of the gate, we didn't, I didn't eat three to four slices. So I wasn't getting up to that level. And then after we started seeing people um, and we heard reports from customers who had serious, serious gut issues, I mean, like medical issues, email us and say, I started your product. You will not believe what happened. I've talked to my doctor about this, like all sorts of stuff. 
And we said, whoa, whoa, whoa. This sounds like something when you get up to a certain level, this sounds like something extra happens. So, of course, we all being biohackers and self-experimenters decided to test on ourselves. And we experienced the perfect pill. And they were like, okay, we need a way to name this so that people can remember this and go after it. And it's like you said, like, once you've experienced it, you know, (laughs) it is undeniable. And then you really get to a point where you're like, I don't want to go back. Because once you have fantastic, perfect poo level digestion, you don't want to go back to a world of anything less than that. And so we, we try to encourage people like, try to at least experience this once because it will blow your mind. <laughs> it's, yeah. And, and, you know, how might I describe it a different way? Hang on a second, guys. I'll catch up with you. I just have to go to the bathroom really quick. And then you come out and they're like, oh, you only had to pee? No, no, no. <laughs> Emptied everything out. <laughs> exactly. Like it's supposed to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is different. Things get moving. Tell us how, for people that are hearing this saying, hmm, I might want to try this and see what they're talking about. And I'm going to say, people, if you should order their bread, go in a little more and eat more than you think to have this experience. Don't make, you know, don't have a slice a day, but that, you know, first couple days, have two, three, maybe even four slices and see what it does and drink a lot of water. It is going to satisfy you tremendously. It's going to soak up the liquids that you drink with it. It's going to feed your microbiome. It's going to cleanse your intestines and things are, it's going to stimulate peristalsis. Things are going to get moving in a good way. I'm certain of it. I can't make that promise for everybody. Some people don't tolerate fiber because they haven't had enough up to this point in their lives. But uh, the majority of the people are going to have a good experience with your products. Where do they get it from? So super simple. We ship to every single doorstep in the U.S. So you just come to uprisingfood.com and we will take care of you. If you happen to live in the Midwest near a grocery store called Meyer, then you can walk into a Meyer, walk down to their chip section and find our chips. The bread is currently only available online, uprisingfood.com. We also ship the chips. So if it's more convenient for you to go there, fantastic. If you want to go to Meyer, support us there, fantastic as well. Whatever is most convenient for folks. And it's really important to know, like, we are like basically a modern farm market at digital scale. Okay. So we are like an artisan bakery in downtown Detroit. And we bake all the bread for the orders fresh throughout the week. And then we ship it all on Mondays. So if you order, if you order on Tuesday, you're going to have to wait a couple of days while we fire everything up. Everything's fresh. So and then we will send it out to you on Mondays. If you become a loyal subscriber, we always plan your orders in advance. So you'll never have disruptions with your orders. New customers sometimes that you know they have to uh, wait in line, like when we had the large Shark Tank spike. Um, you know, it took us a while to get through some of those orders. Um, but we, you know, we really want to take care of people, just like the farm market style. Um, so we have a customer service team. If you have any questions, they love to answer emails. 
And like you said, you know, if you do order from us, if you get your first bundle, we would much rather you start by upping the amount of the product in your body, even if it lasts a, a you know little bit less that first time, so that you can experience what we're talking about here out of the gate. We have a uh, three-day toast cleanse that we uh, published on our website so that people can follow a step-by-step guide, which it also helps people bring in fermented foods and some oils and some spices that are all curated and designed to really supercharge your gut in three days so that people are like, oh, that's what eating clean, eating with best of the best gut health foods and enough fiber to to really do something feels like and tastes like. So if if people order from us, we encourage you, check out the Toast Cleanse Guide. Do that on your first time you, you order the product from us and then decide, okay, how much of this do I want to eat on a daily basis? What works for my body? Like you said, if people haven't had or they've been very, very fiber deficient for a long time, they might need to start with a little less and kind of work their way up. But you'll know pretty fast, like, okay, my body is starting to work better with a little more, a little more, a little more but we'd rather you start a little higher and then come down and that's totally fine than not get enough to really see what it can do inside your body. Yeah, uh, we're similar in our products. Uh, we have an aloe vera product, which is uh, it's a raw hand filleted, run through a grinder and put in the freezer. It's never been pasteurized, never been filtered, no preservatives. And people ask me, how much should I have a day? Start off what, what I call front end loading. <laughs> have more on yep. the front end so that you know what it's going to do for you and then adjust your intake. And I find it probably the same thing with your products. Absolutely uh, wonderful. I love what you guys are doing. I'm glad to hear that you're uh, caught up with the, with the growth. Yes. You're keeping up. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. You know, I like to ask my guests, what's a typical uh, day look like for you? But I would imagine your answer is very different now than just a couple months ago. Yes, we've definitely had a huge influx of new customers. So we are super grateful for that opportunity to get the word out there on Uprising, even though we didn't get a deal and that was a bummer. Um, But just we've seen so many awesome new customers come to the brand. Um, You know, we were working around the clock both to prepare um, and and get ready for all the new people who are going to come as well as work through that big spike of, of people coming in. And so, yeah, we're, we're now, we're cranking along. We're preparing for holidays. So we're trying to raise awareness to, hey, you can make stuffing with this bread. And it is fantastic. We had a actual chef work with us to create a perfectly balanced uprising stuffing recipe. And literally it, there you need no disclaimers you don't even tell anybody that it's healthy like you can just take it to thanksgiving and not say a word it's just uprising stuffing recipe and you're like and people will be like wow this is fantastic uh kristen has me like rewarm it up for her the next day and you know put it back on the cast iron because it's so good we don't want any of it to go to waste well the people that Uh, that come and have thanksgiving dinner with you um they're going to be back next year for sure because they're going to experience the perfect poo Yes. And they're going to say, I remember 
that was the first Thanksgiving ever where I actually felt better the next day. Yeah, right. Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm going to have to pick your brain eventually too. We'll, we'll wrap this up, but your technology is amazing. I'm, you know, subscribed and, you know, there's a little hesitancy when you do a subscription because you're afraid that things are just going to keep on coming faster than use it. Then you use it. But I get a, an email reminding me and give me the option to change when it's sent. I get a text message reminding me and giving me an opportunity to change. It is so easy to manage. And I have changed my subscription from those. I doubled up. I said, once a month is not going to do it. I better go every two weeks. <laughs> um, it was very easy to change. So I commend you for that. I've been in the nutrition Thank business you. direct to consumer for a long time. And you guys have me so trumped on the technology. <laughs> I, 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 need, I need a lesson from you. So we, we really appreciate that. And we, and we want people to have the ease of what they um, might remember, might have experienced at like a farm market, but we're digital, right? So we want to really take care of you, make your life easier, um, use technology for good, you know, use it for what it's good at and in ways that are hopefully personal and thoughtful and, uh, you know, just, just try to take friction out of the experience. Um, we want to be forward facing, but use technology to achieve that and not hide behind the technology. So we always, we love when people text us back, email us back, anything, we're always like, they're trying to improve it. And, you know, step-by-step step, we keep making it better and better and better. Yeah. Um, and so glad we're glad that you're seeing the fruits of our labor. Yeah. You know, it, it shows that you're paying attention and, and practicing excellence in everything you do. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, again, it was, it was uprising something.com food.com. I encourage, um, our listeners check them out and, and place an order. I'm sure you'll have the same similar experience that I had and absolutely love it. Don't think of it as bread. It's a functional food. So good for you. Uh, any last nuggets you want to share? We're just yeah, thankful cause... for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, we just, we, it takes a village to get what we're, get where we're trying to go. You know, we need a lot of people to get behind uprising so that we can get these products to the scale where all Americans can have access to them. So, you know, the people who join us early, not only are you, you know, going to be improving your health, but you're also helping us build up the company so that we can then do more products for more people, new price points, get better, better um, contracts on our very expensive ingredients. So the, anything that, that folks can do to help us, even if, you know, right now products not for them, no problem. If you have a friend that the product is for, let them know. Um, and anything that folks do to help us out, it really goes a long way. We're a small business trying to take on absolutely mammoth giants of the food industry. Um, so we appreciate any and all help, social follows, just checking out word of mouth. All of that is fantastic. We really appreciate it. All right. Awesome. Hey, thank you for being on the Dr. Haley show. Thank you, William. Thank you, Kristen, for uh, all you do. I just, I, I just love you guys. I love your products and, and I'm so thankful for you. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Dr. Haley. All right. Do be well. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Dr. Haley show. 
Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.